I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. I'm Allison. And this is Kara. I had an idea, which I should have told you about, but I feel like we need to say like, I'm I'm Allison. I'm the owner of New Wave. I'm the one that lives in Omaha. I have blonde hair. <laughs> um, I'm the one that likes to run. I don't know. Okay. And Kara. Yeah. Okay, now who, who are you? I'm Kara. I live in <laughs> St. Louis. Okay, that's actually so funny you said that because someone messaged me and was like, hey girl, are you around to take pictures? Like, I'd love to meet you and hang out. And like, I was like, yeah, like when do you want to meet up? And she's like, we can meet at the Grove. Like she literally thought I was in Omaha. I'm like, <laughs> people like literally don't know where I am. Maybe they got me mixed up with you. So yes, um, I'm in St. Louis. I'm glad you brought that up. I am the one who does freelance photo, video, social media, and... um, Kara's the TikToker. I'm in TikTok, yes. I'm like, what even is my identity? I do like way too much. So Kara's dating Connor. Yeah. Name Margo. I'm Allison. I have peaches and ghosts and clay. And that's us. And that is us. So we are glad to clarify things. If you're trying to find me in Omaha, I'm so sorry. I don't live there anymore, but I will be back next month. So you can catch me then. There we go. Well, do we have any peaks of the week to chat about? 
Yeah, I just got back from South Carolina and my sister's graduation. So that was really fun. South Carolina is so cute. Like we were in a small town in South Carolina. That's where my parents were staying. And it's called Greer. So adorable. Like they had this cute local coffee shop. I got like an acai bowl there, which was like massive. It was actually like a tub. It was like not a bowl. It was like an acai tub. (laughs) A gallon of ice cream. (laughs) Yeah, it was like literally massive. It was so good. Yeah, it was always just good to spend time with family. And so my parents were there. My younger brother and younger sister both go to the same college. So I got to see both of them. My dogs are out there because, yeah, I don't know if I said this on the podcast already, but my parents sold their house in Omaha. They were living there for like the last 15 years. And in November, they relocated to South Carolina. They're currently looking to buy a home. Obviously, if you know anything about the house market right now, it's literally impossible. So they're currently renting. I think they actually found somewhere to rent for a year in Greenville, South Carolina. So they're going to move into a house just to rent for a year in July, which will be really fun. So yeah, peak of the week, just feeling rejuvenated. Love the fam and excited. Uh, Looking forward, actually, I guess I can say this on here too now. I am going to Morocco on Friday. Fingers crossed everything works out. (laughs) I mean, who knows in this climate, but I'm supposed to be going to Morocco on Friday for a work trip. I'm uh, doing a production for the Moroccan Tourism Board with Beautiful Destinations. So I'll be gone for three weeks, actually like four weeks, because then after that, I'm stopping in New York City for Memorial Day weekend, chilling there for a little bit. But yeah, it's gonna be crazy. (laughs) Yeah, you're insane. Yeah. It's so exciting though. I'm so happy for you. Morocco is so sick. You're going to love it. Yeah. From what you've told me, I'm so pumped. Like it just sounds like such a cool place. So yeah. Who would have thought Dubai and Morocco this year? Like, uh, right. Like, wild. It's literally wild. I don't even know how this is happening. So <laughs> I'll believe it when I'm there. I'm honestly like, I don't know if this is real. So once I get my feet on Moroccan territory, I'll believe that this is happening. <laughs> so, all right. What about you? Yeah. Peak of the week. Okay. Well, my last week I was like, oh, cool. Next week I'll talk about how I did junk stock and it went so well. It'll be a great peak. Mm. And guys, shit hit the fan so bad. So... This will be a trough of the week for me. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like a downward? Yeah, like literally va- yeah, like, it's like peaks and valleys. Val- yeah. Valley of despair was this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I had never really closed the store for a weekend for any type of event or pop-up or anything. I've always either done the pop-ups like on a different day of the week or made it work. But Junk Stock is this big, huge event here in Omaha. There's usually like 15,000 people that attend it. 200 plus vendors, all these food trucks, live music, and you have to apply for it to get in there. And so obviously it's like a pretty big deal. And when I got approved, I was like, oh my God, awesome. Like, I'm so excited. And I had so many messages of people being like, this is so huge for New Wave. This is like an awesome opportunity. You're going to get so many new customers. And it's kind of like way out west of Omaha. So that also helps you reach like some of the other towns around. Anyway, I put hours and hours and hours and hours and hours into setting up my booth out there, which it's about a 40 minute drive from downtown Omaha. And I think I drove out there like seven or eight separate times with like loads of stuff. I've spent like almost a grand on like displays and tents and all of this stuff. So I get there. Friday was about 89 degrees. So hot. My booth was completely outside. No shade or anything. 
and you just get assigned a spot. Like I didn't have any choice over it. Like when I rolled up there, they were like, okay, your spot's over there. Like you, I didn't know what I was getting. And the land that it was on, it used to be in this really great grassy place. And now it's like kind of out on like a dusty farm. Mm -hmm. So it just wasn't quite what I had in mind, but that's okay. I should like have research better. And Friday was so, so, so blazing hot that even all the food trucks ran out of water. (gasps) I had taken three water bottles and literally was absolutely dying. And then this is the worst part. I got my period in the middle of the day. I'm wearing the shortest little denim shorts. It bled through my shorts. So I was sitting in this chair, like couldn't move. And it's Friday. Like my mom and dad and Clay are all like working their jobs. They can't leave. And it's like very far away. I'm literally just sitting there so sunburnt, no sunscreen. Like the line on my leg was like lobster to white, dehydrated as fuck on my period, like just not great. And so Saturday morning, I'm like, but I was fine. I like had a good attitude. It was okay. Saturday, I'm like, you know what? Today's going to be the day. You know, everyone's coming out. It'll be like way busier today. We'll make up for yesterday. I like got up super early, uh, was way more prepared, had the sunscreen, had my family coming out. The tent like took way more stuff out. The tent was looking so good. Get all of these things posted on social media. Like, all right, everyone come on over. This wind gust comes out of fucking nowhere, destroys the entire booth. Like when I say that there's about six to $8,000 of damage, I'm not joking. There is dust and dirt in every single crevice of every candle, shirt pocket, everything. So there, the tent was being held down by stakes, uh, cement blocks. We'd also put um, like some wraparound hay bales to hold it down. And the gusts were like 35, 40 miles an hour. Like it was absolutely insane. My whole body, I have like cuts all over it because of like the plastic and gravel that was smacking my body. It was honestly a terrible experience and such a huge loss of money. And I didn't even cry, like actually handled it so well on Saturday. It was so surreal that I was like actually kind of laughing and people were coming over to like shop the store as everything is literally like blowing across the parking lot. Everything is there and they're like, could we still look? And I'm like, it literally looks like a tornado came through. Like everything's on the ground. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And some people actually bought stuff, but- Anyway, we like load in the event was supposed to be on Sunday too. And all of this happened at like 11 a.m. on Saturday and the event was supposed to go until six on Saturday night. So like I, it literally happened the moment the gates opened on Saturday. And yeah, so it took so many loads to get everything back to New Wave, back up the stairs. And so yesterday, Clay and I, from 6.30 in the morning until literally 10 p.m., we were like Q-tip and cotton ball. I probably have 30 loads of laundry to do this week. I had to clean all this glassware. All these displays are shattered. We have to repaint everything. Yeah, so it's just going to be like a really shitty week, but it's fine. People have been so nice. Like this morning, multiple people Venmoed me and they were like, get a matcha, like start your week better. And even Junk Stock reached out and they were like, we'd love to refund you like the booth fee. Like we're so sorry this happened. So everyone has been like really, really nice about it. Nothing I necessarily did wrong or like the the venue did wrong. It was just the way I was situated in this wind tunnel was just kind of like wrong, bad place, bad time. And my learning experience is that I will probably never do an outdoor event literally ever again. And (laughs) it wasn't even just like mine because, or I got it the worst. I was the very far right at this venue. So I kind of was the wind block for everyone. But I had other people messaging me that they had weddings on Saturday and like every single like centerpiece and everything at these weddings, just like glass destroyed it. So I literally said to Clay, I'm like, what we learned from this is that our wedding will be indoors. You're not going to do an outdoor wedding. It might be cute, but we're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. You never Um, know. Never know. Nebraska is just not that I want to get married in Nebraska necessarily, but weather is just very unpredictable and we don't need to mess with all that. 
So yeah, that was not, I, the peak that it came out of it though, was that my mom, dad, Clay's mom and Clay all showed up seriously within five minutes of me being like SOS. They never complained once. They were so helpful. Everything they could, the venue did everything they could. All of these random like customers were like, trying to help put things in boxes. And so I think it just goes to show the reason I wanted to open New Wave here is because like I have my people here and they're always going to show up and they're always going to help me. And if I had had that happen, say like at an event in Denver and I was by myself in my tent, like, because the main reason I was so scared is if the tent were to blow away, the parking lot was right next to mine. I could have done, you know, like hundreds of thousands of dollars to damage to every single vehicle in the parking lot with all of my inventory and glassware in the tent. And so I was really, really afraid of that happening. And if I didn't have five people that could drop everything they were doing and come help me, it could have been like a very, very, very bad situation. So I'm just glad it wasn't worse and that no one like got really injured. He just like actually straight up almost died though because this huge table blew and fell on her. And thankfully her leash wasn't tied down onto anything. We were just like letting her kind of like run and she was able to like skirt out from underneath of it. It was just very chaotic. That was so long, but I just, it's so crazy how some things can, you're just like completely blindsided and yeah. And to make matters worse also on Saturday morning, um, well, I guess Friday night going into Saturday morning, Clay's parents, they just got this beautiful dog. She's like one and a half. Like his dad went and got a breeder. Really, they spent a lot of time searching for this dog. And she was so sweet, like an Irish setter. She ran through the electric fence, got hit by a car. Her diaphragm like exploded and they had to put her down like at midnight on Friday night. Just at, like they got home. They like went to get dinner with friends, got home, let her out, didn't think anything happened. And she just came up to the back door and was like, literally dying and they had to take her in and put her down and she's like a baby. So it was just really one of those weekends. And yeah, so sorry to like really put all that heavy stuff on there, but I feel like I always share so much positive stuff. I'm like, I got a new car. I got this, this, and this. So I'm trying to uh, balance it out and be like, you know, not everything is amazing all the time. But today to lift up our spirits, we're going to have a Kara's friend Lindy on, but also while Kara's gone, I am going to do one solo episode about New Wave and like some more positive things (laughs) I've learned and like how to start a small business and all the behind the scenes on that because it's kind of been highly requested. Mm -hmm. So we'll save that for that episode. Perfect segue. Yes. Perfect I'll be gone, like I said, three weeks. So we pre-recorded one episode. So we've got one episode queued up with these awesome gals from Creme Caramel and that'll be great. And then, yeah, Allison's going to take it away. She's going to lead the podcast. And I'm so excited. I cannot wait to listen to those. I feel like that's going to be so fun. Uh, no, I'm scared. I literally, Kara was like, you you can handle it. And I was like, no, I can't. We're going to lose all of our listeners. I'm going to ruin the show. <laughs> well, because we were like, should we pre-record like all of them? And then we're like, okay, this is supposed to be fun. That just sounds so stressful. That is just way too much work. In advance. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Allison's got that great episode. And yeah, I think a lot of people will learn a lot about starting a business. And if they are interested, in that that's the perfect medium for them to get all their questions answered so yeah well um i'll put a q a on new waves instagram that way people can send in stuff but yeah sorry guys you're just gonna be stuck with me for a while <laughs> hang in there don't don't annihilate me while kara's gone it's not kara's fault that she had to leave me no it's gonna be great <laughs> um 
Okay, perfect. Well, I think we can hop into introducing today's guest. So today we are having on Lindy Goodson. Lindy is living the Gen Z dream at 22 years old. She works full-time as a social media influencer, creating fashion, beauty, and lifestyle-oriented content. If you Google her name, she went viral when she was in college, I think around 2016, for her dorm room at Ole Miss, which we will talk about in today's episode. But before we talk about it, go look at the picture. It's pretty crazy. Uh, She's caught the eye of brands such as Bud Light, Aussie Hair, Ulta. She's been featured on ABC News, Business Insider, Teen Vogue, Southern Living. She's literally killing it. Um, And she's gained over 150,000 loyal followers across TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And we're excited to talk everything from fashion to college to dating. It was a really fun episode. Her energy is contagious. Yeah. I feel like she's a very real and authentic person. And I'm excited to meet her someday. So here is Lindy Goodson. Hey guys, <laughs> my name is Lindy. I am an Ole Miss graduate. I graduated in 2020. Um, I'm a social media content creator now, I guess you could say. I've been doing this um, as my main source of income for like a year, living at home during the panty. That's pretty much been the vibes. Uh, one thing led to another. I just like came home, started making TikToks, and now I'm on a podcast talking about making TikToks, I guess. So. <laughs> um, I guess that's how I would describe myself. I use Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok mainly. Is this your first podcast? Yeah. No, I don't think this is my first one, but I honestly... See, here's the problem is I don't know what the other one is. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I feel bad, but it's been a crazy year. So anything that's happened to me over the last year is subject to be forgotten. <laughs> I think we can all relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Things have gone awry. <laughs> yeah. Either forgotten on accident or on purpose. We're not sure. Uh-huh. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Amazing. We're so excited to talk about you being a content creator. (laughs) We'll get to that in a little bit. But first, we definitely want to hear about your college experience because it's iconic. You went to Ole Miss. (laughs) You got in the news for going to Ole Miss and having a beautiful dorm room. Do you want to just give us like a little bit of background about how you picked your college, where you went, how it was? Sure. Um, When I was in high school, I didn't know where I wanted to go, like literally at all. And towards my senior, I guess it was my junior year, I started thinking about it. And I went to school um, east of St. Louis. So like 20 minutes out of downtown. I live in Illinois across the river. And um, a lot of people that were my age were going to schools around me, U of I, Illinois, and um, University of Missouri. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. But at that time, I had an individuality complex about myself. And I was like, I want to go somewhere different. I don't know why I was like this, but it was the way I was in high school. So I was like, where is somewhere different that I can get to? Because for a second, I thought I wanted to go to Georgia. That was like 13 hours away. I'm like, no way. That's never happening. And then I found <laughs> out that Ole Miss was like five hours away. I put it in the map one day, just messing around. And um, it was like five and a half hours away. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to go there. So then we went to visit and it was beautiful. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to go there. And then I told my parents, like, I still want to visit where they went to school. They went to Murray State in Kentucky. And my mom was like, no, you don't. She's like, if you like it here, you're not going to like it there. So she was like, you're gonna probably not going to go there. I was like, okay. So I just literally was like, you're right. I like it here. So I applied to Ole Miss because it was just a beautiful town. Everyone there was so nice. The food was immaculate. The vibes were great. It was just, I don't know. Everything that I wanted, like it was not too big of a school, but it was a big school, a lot of like hype and school spirit um, and like traditional college experience. But it wasn't so big that I had to take a bus to classes and I wouldn't get to know people. Like it was still small enough. And they had an integrated marketing communications program, which was right up my alley. So I was like, let's do it. So I applied to Ole Miss. Uh, that was the only place I applied. And then, I mean, wow. got in. 
not to roast <laughs> Ole Miss, but it's it's doable. <laughs> you can get in. So I got in. And um, yeah, that was pretty much it. I Here's the uh, funny. So speaking of my dorm room, I didn't know who my roommate was going to be. I knew a couple girls, but they were older than me that went to Ole Miss, but we weren't even friends. So I didn't really know anyone. And I was on Instagram one day and I saw this girl who I like, I don't know how I found her. If it was the Explore page, it was the old days of Instagram. And she had made these uh, senior shirts for her and her friend group. And it's it was like, the you know, the uh, if you're, oh God, I don't even know what it is. But that Drake album, that's like the one where it's like the kind of like messy handwriting if you're reading yes. this. And then you one. did so many little spinoffs of writing it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her friend group had this shirt that was like, if you're reading this or no, it said, what did it say? Running through the 16 because that was the year we graduated high school with my woes or something. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and copy that. So then this girl was going to Ole Miss. I copied her shirt completely. The color, the cut, <laughs> everything. I made the shirt online for me and my friends. And everyone was taking pictures. And I was like, hey, guys, like maybe we don't post these pictures because I did copy these from a girl <laughs> that follows me. That's going to be going to Ole Miss. She's going to I'm going to literally ruin my life before I can even get there because this is so embarrassing. Well, obviously, my friends were like. Like, we're posting these pictures. They're tagging me left and right. Well, I ended up following the girl on Twitter and she tweeted and was like, why did a complete stranger copy my shirts? And I was like, <laughs> and so I was like, oh my God, mom, I was crying. I'm like, I already ruined my shots at Ole Miss. I already have people mad at me. These are people from Mississippi that are mad at me. They're going to tell everyone else that I'm weird and I copied their shirts. And my mom was like, you need to just message her and tell her you're sorry. So I was like, okay. So I messaged her and I was like, hey, I saw your tweet. I'm so sorry. I thought they were cute shirts. I should have asked you if I could use your design, which wasn't even your design. It's yeah. You know, drinks. But anyway, <laughs> like if you want to get technical. And she was like, No, that's totally okay. Do you need a roommate? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> and then she hooked me up with my roommate. She's like, All right, my friend Abby needs a roommate. I was like, Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we got along so well, and that's how I got my roommate. You're kidding. But yeah. So then I met Abby like via the internet, and I was like, Do you want to decorate your dorm? And everyone does that at Ole Miss. It was like very normal. So I was excited to talk about what we wanted to do. And we just decided on the color blue. And she luckily knew like a lot of the places that people in Mississippi got like headboards and custom bed skirts and that kind of thing made because I didn't know. I got, I'm like, I can find lamps, but I can't get that stuff made. I don't know what to do. So she got that stuff made. I got lamps and accessories and we just communicated over the phone the whole summer. And then we got there, moved in. I tweeted a picture before and after. And next thing I know, people on Twitter were roasting me and it was getting views. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I tried to delete it. Abby was like, don't delete it. Keep it up. Thank you, Abby. And... <laughs> That was pretty much like my first ever like taste of clout and I can't get enough apparently. So <laughs> I can't okay, let that okay. go. Wait, um, let me roll it back. Why was it so iconic or what attracted so many people? Okay, so that is a good question. It's not even iconic because it was like not the best of any Ole Miss dorm I'd seen. Like people at Ole Miss literally get interior designers to do their dorm room. Like I did not go that hard. But I think I was the only one who like maybe they posted like people posted their rooms on their Instagram or their Facebook. But when I posted it on Twitter, that like gave people who weren't in the Ole Miss bubble the opportunity to see it. So I think it was like the first time anyone had seen that even though it had been going on for years and it has been done better than mine time and time again. <laughs> um, so so I guess it was the first time people had seen it and they thought that I was like the only one who did that. So they're like, this weirdo just pulled up with like an eight foot tall headboard. And that would be really weird <laughs> if no one else did that. That would be really weird and I would get roasted, but it was very normal. So for my dorm, but yeah. Yeah, that's so totally new to that, Nebraska. Never seen it. When you move in, they already have all that and you just pull up with like some clothes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 
that's very normal for everyone else. And most, some of the dorms at Ole Miss are like that too. But the dorm that I lived in specifically, just like, I don't know if it's some type of like performance. I think that's probably it. Some type of competitive thing where it's like the moms are getting the interior designers and they're like fighting with the other moms about it. I don't know. Like, look at how they're good probably my daughter's so looks. mad. If yours wasn't even that good. Oh, I know. No, they were. They, they definitely <laughs> because were. You no, got on BuzzFeed, ABC News, Southern, Southern Living. Living. Alice, I literally just sent you the article. The you need to pull it up. I That's need to the look one. at this room. The Southern Living one. I'm sure they're mad too. Southern Living? I'm not even from the South. I'm sitting yeah. here from Illinois. They're like, this girl. <laughs> she got some lamps at Marshall's Home Goods. Okay, hold <laughs> up. I just did a quick Google. Lindy Goodson, <laughs> the first one, age, second one, YouTube, third one, dorm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I looked up age the other day because I was like, how old do they think I am? I think it said 20 or 22. I was like, all right, I'm 23. But okay. <laughs> okay, flex. <laughs> I know. 22. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is yeah. so Southern. <laughs> it, yes, it really was. Um, and it was lovely. I felt lovely. I loved it, but... I mean, people were roasting me at first. Not like people at Ole Miss, because again, they all had their son too, but people online. (laughs) (laughs) Adult men. (laughs) Did you paint all of this as well? Oh, no. The room is like a... That's another thing. People thought we painted the walls, but the room is painted like a gold color to begin with it's like kind of aggressively gold but when i like once we like turn the lamps on and i did like the edit of the lighting before and after it made it look like we painted and yeah that was a cause for confusion or point to confusion <laughs> <everyone>. <laughs> but no we didn't paint it okay this is amazing wow i Thanks. did not know all of this was going on i kind of feel bad for yeah. like these young girls this is so much pressure like you haven't even oh, I know. gone your first day of class yet <laughs> I know, but so many people don't even like worry about it because they like get this professional hired and then they, I think like the whole procedure is that they get there with like their clothes and stuff and then they put their clothes in the room and then they like go to lunch and come back and their room is done. That was not how mine was. I was a hot August day in Mississippi and boy, was I working. (laughs) But a lot of people have it. I mean, not a lot of people, but it's like chunk of people get professionally done. Okay, so I feel like tying that in, that was your first go around with Ole Miss. Was it pretty over the top like that, just through and through? Pretty over the top, you said? Yeah. Like, was your experience over the top? (laughs) Yes. And I think that's probably part of why I liked Ole Miss too, like that being extra. And then people dress up like in heels and dresses for games. And I liked that because I want an excuse to wear heels and dresses. So I was like, okay, let's do it. So I'd never been to an Ole Miss football game. And then my first football game rolls around. And I don't even, gosh, I honestly think I know what dress I wore. But I wore like wedges and a dress and we go to the Grove to tailgate and everyone like people's more parents. It's not like students setting up these tailgates. It's like parents and alumni and faculty that set up these like so crazy over the top immaculate tailgates where they have like chandeliers, silver with like completely catered tables of food, like drink dispensers. I mean, it is insane, but I didn't really know anyone. So I'm like, okay, where am I supposed to go right now? Like I'm in the Grove, like, um... My parents aren't here. I don't know anyone. So I'm like attached to my friends trying to go to their parents' tents. But it's like a very different tailgate experience than other schools, like in the way that there's so many like people's parents and like alumni there. And I remember my senior year, I did a internship thing with like a company that wanted like TikTok ambassadors on campuses. And they sent us this stuff to like try and do like campus outreach for TikTok on or at a tailgate. And they sent us like body paint and stuff. And I'm like, that is not the vibe. 
if I pull up to the Grove with these notable alumni with body paint and we're all in dresses, I'm like, this is not, and they didn't, they're like, no, you're going to need to use it. I'm like, I cannot use that. I cannot use body paint in the Grove. Like you're going to need to do some more research on who you're sending body paint to. Cause I'm not doing that. But, um, like I'll literally humiliate myself, but, um, yeah. So the Grove is like a crazy over the top experience. Uh, it's oh, so fun though. So cool too, just to see it. Like they run out there the night before the tailgate, they like have a clock that sits outside of the Grove and all of these like hired like college age guys wait outside of the grove with these tents that these old people hire them to set up i'm gonna literally never get in any oldness publication after saying that but <laughs> they literally <laughs> hire these like college guys pay them however much money to wait outside the grove until it's like 7 or 8 p.m i can't remember what time and then they run out into the grove with all their tents and like stake their spot for the tent while everyone else is just hanging out going to the bars going to dinner with the guys and they got some poor college age kid running around the grove with their tent and their chandelier setting it up <laughs> but oh my gosh it's crazy I love that for them, though. <laughs> Were you in a Greek house? Yes, I was a fine you. I'd be forgetting about that. After I met Kara the first time, my mom was like, did you ask her if she was in a sorority? I was like, honestly, I completely forgot about sororities. <laughs> that was such a big part of it. I was like, no, I didn't ask her. <laughs> but yeah, I was a fine you. What was your experience like? And our house was, it was lovely. Our house was right next to the Grove. And I lived there my sophomore, or no, my junior and my senior year. Because, well, first of all, it was right next to the Grove. So for game dates, it's insane to try and get from your house to on campus. I lived off campus sophomore year. Like, I can't mess around with this every day. I'm trying to have a good time. And I'm not having a good time. So I was like, this is just so handy to get there on game days. And then also my um, like my school building for my classes was right across the street from you. And I do not like to wake up early. I do not like to um, get ready. I like to get up two minutes before and run. And that's what I could do when I lived there. <laughs> so all my friends tried to move out senior year. They're like, should we get an, like an apartment? And I was like so upset with this idea that they went to go look at houses. And I was like, I pretended that I wanted to go look at houses too. But I just went and it was just negative about everything. Because I was like, I don't want to leave the house. So we were in these houses and I was like, this is bad. This is so bad. It's like a fine house. I'm like, this would suck. No, like it kind of would. I'm like, yeah. So anyway, I just talked mad crap on it the whole time, and then they were like, yeah, we should live in the house again. I was like, I know. So lived in the house for two years. So convenient, and I don't know. The food was all there. Chapter was all there. Loved it. I had a fine time in my house. Had some good friends. That was the vibe. I tried to be PR chair. Didn't get that, but that was my only moment of sadness. I was like, I am hurt that I didn't get this, and look at us now. I know. I was depressed for about two weeks. I didn't get out of my bed. (laughs) I could not leave my room. I was like, this is so embarrassing. And then I started my YouTube channel because I was like, I'm so embarrassed. I have to have a redemption moment. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It was meant to be. (laughs) Did you have to give a speech too? Because I did. I had to like prepare like a whole presentation of why I should get oh the position. God. Yes. I literally went <laughs> so in. Oh my God. I had this paper with all my little points written out of all my ideas. And I had this idea that I was going to like have my boyfriend who is a freaking computer engineer code us this app. Bitch, I was going in. I was having him <laughs> like, I'm sitting here with all these ideas and I wore this outfit of like these knit pants. I'll never forget the outfit. I still have the shirt, but I'm too traumatized by it to wear it. Um, and it was thanks. It was right before Thanksgiving break that we had elections. And so I walked into the house and this is my sophomore year and it smells like turkey and I couldn't eat because I was so like scared so I can't eat I'm sitting there lightheaded and then everyone's saying their speeches and I'm like literally like I'm gonna pass out when it's my turn because I'm the last one to go why are we the last one so I have to give my speech dead last out of everyone it's been hours and I get up there and I'm first of all this is probably where I went wrong because I didn't eat anything everything's like kind of fuzzy and the lights are like <laughs> in my eyes because I haven't eaten and I was like about to pass out so I'm just trying to get it done and I knew the moment I stood up I was like I'm not getting this <laughs> I'm not getting this. I gave my speech. I waited to be or to know the result. I was just sitting in the front of the house waiting on them to vote. And I was like, "Mm mm-mm. 
I'm going down. Sure enough. <laughs> it ain't me. <laughs> nope. I left so fast. I tried to go to Taco Bell. Taco Bell was closed when I got there. It was just one disappointment after another. <laughs> Sad night. <laughs> Never forget. Okay, but then you made a YouTube channel and... <laughs> exactly. I was like, I got to do something that's going to make me money. I was like, I'm tired of this. <laughs> Slander. Yeah. See, but do you want to talk about that? How it popped off? Like, what was the start? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I finally... I'd wanted to start a YouTube since I was in high school, but I was always too nervous because like, who wasn't? And a lot of my friends at school were very like supportive and they're like, you can do this. Like, they weren't weird about it. They weren't like, you know, whenever someone's like, yeah, you should totally start YouTube and it's kind of like backhanded. I don't know. I'd always felt weird in high school and then in college my friends were like definitely do it literally doesn't matter and I was like you're right I'm doing it so I started it after my sophomore year after I lost that election and I was embarrassed (laughs) and um I was like, okay, so I need to make sure I get some views at first because I was scared that I would get no views and everyone would make fun of me. And again, probably no one was looking or cared, but whatever. So I wanted to figure out like what my niche was going to be at the beginning and I had no idea. So I started like editing my pictures aggressively and then people would ask me like, how did you edit them? So then I was like, okay, that's going to be my first video is how I edit my pictures. And then that got views, not a lot, but like a good amount for your first video. So I was like, let's go. But I was getting like consistently average views for like a new YouTuber uh, for the whole summer that I started it. And then I knew like, I was literally psych- like psycho about this. I knew that when I moved into my sorority house junior year that I was going to film a move in because I was like, I missed my opportunity to capitalize off of freshman year, but I'm going to move into something that looks like a dorm room setup junior year. And I'm going to freaking pop off off of this. So let me think. Let's see. And it was August that I moved in. <laughs> yes. And oh, I hit yeah, like it obviously and, um, worked. <laughs> Yes, I was like, I'm getting in there again. And this time it's going to be my video that gets the views because, man, they got some views. But let's see. So what was I going to say? Shoot. Um, August. I'm moving in. Oh, yeah. So I creeped on every other college YouTuber's um, social blade to see like when they posted their like sorority or dorm room move-ins and how many views they got because I wasn't monetized on YouTube. And I was like, I just need to have this video get me monetized. And I was like, okay, if I can make my thumbnail look like theirs and I can do it like them, they were like popping off from that one video. So I was like, that's going to be the video that I'm going to pop off from. And it was, that's still like my most viewed video. And yeah, that was pretty much the vibe. And then I got monetized on YouTube from then. (laughs) Wow. And I feel like you were making all those college videos when college YouTubers were popping off. Like I think so too. I feel like that year and like that time frame, because I never even thought to make a YouTube channel during Mm -hmm. college. Because I went to school like 2014, 2015, but I feel yeah. like I kind of missed the hump and then it like exploded. Yeah. And I definitely think that, yeah, there's like phases of YouTube and that was a pretty good phase. I lined up with that phase <laughs> pretty well, yeah. but I don't know what I'm supposed to do now because <laughs> I'm <laughs> not in college and it's a pandemic and I live at home. I feel like this so. was a good time to have you on though, because our last episode, we just talked about how after you graduate and then you have an identity crisis and then you don't know what to do yep. and you're kind of living that. Yeah. Had so many of them. Not fun. But I'm like, everyone else is too. Like, why do I think I'm the only one who moved home because of a pandemic? Like, girl, what? <laughs> like, everyone else had to go through this too. So I don't know. I guess I just need to start like, I don't know. Maybe you should make some videos about that. That's what I've been thinking too. But I'm afraid people are going to be like, this is embarrassing. And they're not. But I have anxiety because sometimes people in my comments on TikTok are like, how old are you? And I'm like 23. And they're like, where do you live? <laughs> I'm like, my childhood bedroom. Leave me alone. <laughs> What's it to you? <laughs> What's it look like? (laughs) No, your room's cute. Thanks. No, there's like 35 year old people that have like lost their jobs and had to move back across the country and with their I know. I'm like, look, it's okay. It's going to be okay. And then they're like, I could never do that. Okay. I thought I couldn't either. I thought this wouldn't happen to me either, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) It happened. So. 
Okay, so how was moving home? Was that something that you wanted to do, like, regardless of the pandemic? Or was that something like... Yeah, Yeah, so I didn't really have any clue what I was going to do after college. And I always felt like I was pretty planned. Like, I was a pretty planned person. And then towards... Well, honestly, I never knew what my job was going to be. Never had an idea there. Honestly, I always was like, you're going to just have to become a YouTuber and make it work. (laughs) So kind of knew that in the back of my head. But uh, then my (laughs) senior year... I couldn't, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I started thinking like, I want to come home. I want to be by my parents. I want to be, my boyfriend lives here. I want to be by the people that I care about. And then the pandemic hit. So then I extra wanted to be by them. And then we got sent home in March and I literally had no idea what was going on. I just came home. I literally just came home and was like, well, now what? <laughs> and I've just pretty much been sitting here for a year now. Like, uh, <laughs> what are we going to do now? But yeah, it's been fine though. Cause it's given me like the time to like reflect and also like film TikToks, which sounds funny. Cause like film TikToks, it shouldn't be that serious, but it is. And, um, it gave me like the opportunity to figure out how to get views on TikTok and make that into a platform. So I pretty much just been hanging out here trying to figure out what the vibes are now. <laughs> well, but you told me it's been working, you've grown so. so much over all your accounts, literally from TikTok. I didn't realize that. Yes. Like I just thought you kind of had a lot of Instagram followers because I've been following you forever, but I never like mm-hmm. looked at how many, but you're like, yeah. no, I literally gained so many from TikTok. Yeah, probably like 20,000 of them are from TikTok. I probably had like seven or eight before I started like getting views. That was actually exactly what I had before I started getting views on TikTok. And I talked to one of my teachers or my professors and I was like, it was right before Christmas break my senior year. And I was like, I think I want to start posting on TikTok more. I want to do this. Like he really validated how I felt because in class he was talking about like people really do this as a job. And I was like, I know they do. But I mean, I hadn't really heard it from an adult that wasn't like my mom trying to say like, yeah, you can try it. So when he said it, I was like, that kind of felt good. So then I told him and he was like, if you start posting on TikTok, you'll hit 10K on Instagram before the new year, which was 2019 going into 2020. And I wanted 10K so bad so I could do swipe ups. (laughs) And then I did it and I hit it. And I was like, thank you, Brad. I talked in his class last semester, I think it was. I literally got to like guest visit and talk in one of his classes after I was just in that class last semester. I'm like, this is so cool. (laughs) I thought about this moment. So (laughs) shout (laughs) Shout out Professor Conaway. (laughs) Which of the three is your favorite platform to post on? TikTok, because it's so fun. And I've been flopping on Instagram. Remember how we were talking about Instagram flops? Yeah, it happened to me again. I posted my little sponsored post, nothing. I was like, I don't know what to do. I think there's something about whenever you make it sponsored, the Instagram's like, no, no, no reach. Sorry. <laughs> SponCon. Because usually, no, I, it's usually I have no issue. I literally have no issue. Usually I'm not like suffering I'm always like, wow, this is great. I'm so glad that my audience is engaged. And then I post a sponsored pick and it's like, (laughs) what audience? (laughs) We don't care. (laughs) We really don't care. (laughs) So that happened the other day. And I was like... (laughs) I feel like people get it. It's like you have to do that sometimes. Yeah, I don't even think people got the opportunity to see it. So they didn't even get to say, oh, I get it. They just didn't see it. So it's okay. I just am hoping that blows over. (laughs) Once you do some more, it's it's over. Oh, it's over with. I went and took some more pictures with my brother the other day and I like have three now that are stockpiled for this week because I never like do that. I never like shoot things in advance. So I'm never prepared. And then I have an outfit on the sun setting in an hour and I'm like, somebody. But I took some pictures with him the other day and I got he's on my freaking last nerve. Poor Grant. I told him that if he would help me, I would give him money. And now he's like up me, like literally up my butt about it. He's like, can we go take pictures? I'm like, look at me. I'm not. No. I'm like, once a week, I had planned locations and planned outfits. It's not just going to be, we're going to the beach soon. And he's like, I'll help you take pictures of the beach. I'm like, we're all going to be at the beach. I'm not taking time out of your day to make you go to the beach. I'm like, I'm not paying you to take a picture of me at the beach. 
No. Being invited. <laughs> yeah. you're, like, you're going to be right there. I'll have my mom take it. I'm tired of this. <laughs> How old Literally is he? makes me so mad. Uh, 19, I think. 20. No, I think oh, he's yeah. going to be so 20. He's trying to cash in Something. on this opportunity. <laughs> yes. he's trying. To, we're trying to get him to get a job at the gas station down the street, but I think he thinks I'm his employer now. I'm like, <laughs> this cannot be, dude. This cannot be. <laughs> I do not have it like that. <laughs> Go down the street. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay. We wanted to talk about dating long distance. You, know, I, we, well, you mentioned already Jake and you dated throughout high school, throughout mm-hmm. college. Tell us about that. How'd you guys meet? Yeah. So, okay. Throwback my freshman year. I was on the bus going home and I was with my friend Cassidy who lived down the street from me at the time. And this car pulled up next to our bus and it was like two guys and they waved out the window and we waved back. And I like recognized one of them because he lived (laughs) on my street. So anyway, the next day comes around. One of the guys that was in the car steals my water bottle out of my backpack. It was back in the days of Camelback water bottles. Um, Y'all remember those? Yeah. So he stole my Camelback water bottle and I was like, can you give me my water bottle back? And he's like, I gave it to Jordan. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, Jordan, can you give me my water bottle back? And Jordan's like, I gave it to Jake. Jake's my boyfriend. I'm scared of Jake. He scares me. I knew his younger brother. He also scared me. I was like, I do not want to talk to this guy. I'm so scared of him. I don't want to. Anyway, so then they're like, Jake's going to meet you by the water fountain to give you your water bottle back. I'm like, okay. So I go to get my water bottle back. And he's like, do you guys want to ride home from school? I was like, okay. Because he was the one driving the car. I was like, yeah, sure. Just accepted a ride from a man that scares me. So (laughs) anyway, I text Cassidy. I'm like, look, this man just offered me a ride home and you're coming with me. I'm not doing this alone. So I got her. It was me and her and Jake and his friend Cody riding home in this car. And then he was like, I can take you guys to school too. Cause we all like lived in the same block pretty much. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So then we're riding to school with Jake. We're riding back from school with Jake. Slowly, somehow we weed somebody out. I think we weed Cassie out. No, we, <laughs> yes. We weed Cassie out. She starts getting a ride with someone else. We then put me in the front seat and Cody's mad. Cause Cody's like, I get to, I have to sit in the back seat now. What's this all about? Cody leaves. Next thing I know, it's just me and Jake taking rides back and forth. Next thing I know, he's like, you want to be my girlfriend? I was like, yeah, sure. And now here we are. And it's been like 10 years now. Um, So that was funny. And I don't know, odd how that happened. But I I thought he liked Cassidy, honestly. I don't know if I actually thought that or if I was just telling myself that to not scare myself. But I thought he liked Cassidy. But yeah, dated in high school. And then I always knew I wanted to go away for college, but I didn't know where I wanted to go. Like, I always knew I wanted that experience. So then uh, Jake went to school around here. He went to SIUE and, well, went to Swick for a year, played baseball, and then went to SIUE for the rest of his undergrad. But so let's see. Around It's my senior year. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to go. Well, junior year, I visited Ole Miss and kind of figured that out. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do long distance. Like, I feel really bad. I don't want to make you feel weird or bad. And he was like, you've always wanted to do that. Like, you need to do it if you have the opportunity. Like, I don't know. That's always been something that I've talked about. So he was like, if you have the chance to do that and you can do it, you need to do it. And I was like, okay, you're right. So I was like, I guess we'll just go and I'm just going to go and we'll see what happens. And if, if we start feeling bad vibes, then we'll, uh, we'll call it off. But I was like, if we don't, it'll be fine. And I never wanted to date anyone else. So I was just always just vibing there. And he would come visit me for like games or formals and date parties. And I guess he didn't want to date anyone else either. Cause we just stayed together the whole time. <laughs> and then here we are. Now he lives around the corner and we're close again. So, <laughs> but it was yeah. weird coming back because we'd been long distance for like four years. And then I was like, okay, now we live in the same town again. What's yeah, that like? I like? can just go see you and get coffee like randomly. Yeah, it was kind of weird. He, we talked about that a little bit. Like it was kind of like a trans, like a really big transition period there for a second, but it's back to normal now. <laughs> Everything's fine. I know what you mean. My boyfriend and I did that too. We did college in different states. And then once we were both mm-hmm. graduated, we both were like, whoa, I'm like seeing you a lot. 
I went to see you like, like once every couple months and now, uh-huh. now we're around all the time. <laughs> exactly. It's definitely different and it's a change, but I don't know. With long distance, I saw a YouTube video from another girl that actually went to Ole Miss, Wash Your Pillowcase. I don't know if you guys know her on TikTok, but she went to Ole Miss and... Wow, uh, that's, I yeah, didn't know she went to Ole Miss. That's crazy. Yeah, sure did. She's from like... Ohio or something, I think. Oh, that's cool. Somewhere Midwestern, Northern, I don't know. But yeah, so she went to Ole Miss and she was talking about her long distance experience. Like, I think she's long distance right now. But what she said was like, I commented and I was like, this is so true. Because she was like, pretty much like, if you guys are on the same page, you just do it. Because people are like, what are your tips? And I'm like, I don't know that there are tips. You just kind of do it. Like if you're on, (laughs) if you guys both have the same, you both want to be together, then it just happens. And you're like, okay, (laughs) we're doing it now. We're long distance. Because I don't know. If it was hard, I don't think it would have been right. Like, it was hard, definitely, at times to be apart, but it, it was, like, I wanted to be with them, so I was like, it's not hard for me to not want to get with other people <laughs> or, like, want to be single because I wanted to be with him, so. I don't know. I agree. Yeah, you have to <laughs> want the relationship more than you want to be single yes. or, like, make out with a random exactly. guy at a frat party. Exactly. Like, so the like, bottom line. If your values are in the same place in that way, like, you both value the relationship, it'll be fine, which uh, that's not often the case for a lot of people, so I shouldn't make it sound like it's easy, but... My situation is definitely weird in that regard. Like not a normal situation to meet someone freshman year of high school <laughs> and then just still be together. <laughs> it's not normal. But Well, I think oh well. Allison actually, right? You still oh, date is different, but she's still with her high school <laughs> boo. High I school love that boo. for us. Yep. Yep. And Clay also <laughs> lived right down the street. I, Except I'm older, so I definitely um, was the one with the car first. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. No, um, I saw this TikTok and it was the do you get deja vu? And everyone was like, just remember that some girl's singing this about your boyfriend. And someone was like, not me, because I'm his only girlfriend. And I'm like, me too, babe. <laughs> no one's thinking that about my man. <laughs> you could not, oh, yeah. it couldn't happen. <laughs> so, yeah. that was so funny. That's hilarious. Okay, <laughs> random boyfriend question. What's the best date Jake has taken you on? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't even... I don't know. We let's see. It was like my favorite thing to do, probably that we do. Um, well, some of my favorite. We just like go. Okay, we go to this what, restaurant, Wang Gang, in Edwardsville, Illinois. We love Wang Gang. We go there all the time. We've been going there since we were in high school. So honestly, every time we get to go to Wang Gang, I'm excited as a special. What is it? Oh, it's like an Asian. It's a weird name. Yeah, I should have clarified that. But um, it's Asian like food. You go it's where? so good. They have the, yeah, it's definitely a weird name. I literally forgot that that's like not a common because <laughs> um, i'm telling you i go there like every week so it's just normal for me to say wang gang but yeah it's like an asian restaurant but it's really cool and it, they have really cool cocktails and i don't know the atmosphere is cool so we like going there but recently we went to chicago and that was just kind of like a fun weekend we've never really traveled together because we never were i mean we were young and then college and now we finally have like some well then the pandemic so, so now we finally have started to travel a little bit so i think probably chicago would going to chicago beats out going to wang gang but I do like playing games, so I don't know. <laughs> but Chicago was fun. We had a good time there, so maybe Chicago. Are you guys planning to move in together anytime soon, or is that too personal? No, I, yeah, I'm happy to discuss. Um, so the gag is, <laughs> I think, <laughs> um, I haven't talked about this on Instagram yet, but I talked about it on TikTok Live the other day, but I think that we're in the process of him acquiring... Okay, so you know how I said he lived down the street from me? He lived down the street from me for like until a couple of years ago, and then his family moved like 10 minutes down the other street but anyway um they still own this house that they lived in for like 20 years of their life they all live there and they still own the house but they just haven't lived there well jake is like you know what he finally talked me into i should buy this house and we should renovate it because at first i was like there's no shot that i want to live there and then somehow we started looking at houses and in this market i was like it's not looking good for us like this is not going to be good and then he's like look we can get this house 
for cheaper. We know the area and we can make it exactly everything we want. I'm like, okay, honestly, you're right. So I don't know when that's going to be done. We're in the process. Paperwork is moving, apparently, according to him. So hopefully soon I get to make an announcement about that on my Instagram. But then we'll have to renovate it and we won't get to like it's not going to be livable for who knows how long months. I don't know. But it's going to be fun. I really want to do that. Like, I really want to do house stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. I annoy him every day about it. Every day I'm like, have you gotten back to you? He's like, I would. do you think I wouldn't tell you? He's like, you'll know. I'm like, just want to remind you. Call I feel like that would be really good content. Call, I don't even know. Huh? <laughs> I feel like that would be such good content if you're wondering what to make YouTube videos about. Like, there you go. I know. I've just been sitting here for like over a couple months now. And I'm like, come on, the channel needs this. This is not about us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I also am not like that because... He, like, is not a big internet dude. He doesn't use social media, really. Um, like, he doesn't Join check TikTok. I, yup. That is the best combo, though. Somebody DM'd it me that. Is. They were literally, they were drunk and they DM'd me. And they were like, hey, bestie, um, sorry, I'm drunk. And I like to reply to people. I'm like, me too. And she was like, I feel like you're the extroverted online girl. And he's the introverted computer boy. And I'm, who's not really on social <laughs> media. I'm like, that's actually really true. I'm not very extroverted. Like, I, I like to be by myself, though. But also... I do make YouTube videos. So that's like obviously a kind of extroverted trait, but yeah, it's definitely our dynamic. Um, he does not like the internet that much. So I try not to put him on there. I tried to film a question and answer video with him. And I like ask all these questions and I have them all on my phone. And every time I try to film, he gets so nervous. When we were in Chicago, we literally just pretended to be asleep. When I was like, let's film this. He's like, I need to take a nap. He was like, for so long. I'm like, we need to film this. But um, he was like, I'm honestly so scared. I'm like, I'm not going to have you looking stupid on there. If you mess something up, we can do it again. But we can edit it. Happen. <laughs> and that's okay. He's like, do you want me to be on social media? I'm like, not really. You know what? You're right. So. <laughs> I know. When you think oh, about well. it, you're like, I have my perfect little secret man. We should like keep yes. him that way. And everything else I have is so public that I'm like, I'm like publicly talking about how I stepped barefoot on a stink bug. I'm like, <laughs> you know, just a lot of little details about my life are public. So I'm like, I kind of do like having that be. On its own. Because yeah, like I do get stressed thing. out and people start asking me about it. I'm like, uh, how do you know about him? <laughs> like people DM me like, is Jake going to do the q and I'm like, we're not. Honestly, no. Now that you ask that, no. <laughs> we're not doing it. We Shut thought it about it, but now we're not going to do it. <laughs> no more him online. <laughs> doing that again. <laughs> but hopefully there's a fun process that we get to go through soon in that regard. Yeah. Some board. Congrats. That's so exciting. <laughs> thanks i'm trying to get like there, done that. i already have i literally was like told him i get over the top of this stuff i was like we need to take a picture in front of the house like an american gothic picture like i'll hold a paintbrush you can hold a hammer we'll sit there like really blank faced he's like no we're not doing that so i think we'll probably just take a normal picture to say we have a house but i was trying to make it artsy but i want to get like a pair of overalls i feel like i need to wear those to give the yeah, reno vibe it's cute it won't look cute but <laughs> it'll, it'll be vibe. something <laughs> Not For cute, sure. but something. Yep. <laughs> a vibe no, of some sort. <laughs> okay, speaking of overalls and fashion, that's one of your big categories <laughs> that you post about online. Do you want to mm-hmm. describe your fashion to us? Because I don't know how to describe your fashion. Like, it's colorful. See, it's fun. I never know either. But people ask me on TikTok mainly. TikTok people love to pick aesthetics. So they're like, what's your aesthetic? I'm like, I, I don't know. I've always just bought things I like. But definitely colorful. Um, 
probably leans girly, but I like a lot of things. Like I wear a lot of things depending on how I feel, but leans girly. I think I would think it leans kind of classic sometimes. Classy. Colorful. I said that. Mayhaps. I don't know about that. (laughs) Maybe classic silhouettes, but I don't know if it's the most classic because it is like I like colors and stuff, but whatever. Fun though. I like it to be fun. I like to wear fun things. I always have liked uh, dressing in fun ways. When I was going through the other day, I was trying to clean my room and I found my old yearbook and it was like a second grade yearbook. And I had done one of those things like where they give you like the end of the year wrap up, like, oh, here's what iPod came out this year or whatever. So I was reading that because I love those things. And it had like this little like questionnaire in the back where I was supposed to fill it out. And second grade Lindy, it said, what is your favorite thing about yourself? I literally said I had written down, I like to play in my closet. And then I scratched that out and wrote my awesome clothes. And I'm like, (laughs) you're all same. I still do that. So I I didn't really know that that was the thing I was doing in second grade, but apparently I've been on that stuff. So I don't know. I just always liked clothes, I guess. And then I didn't really have money for clothes ever in college. And then when I got out and got home, I was like, honestly, I just need to make this work because I need clothes and I need to be able to make these outfits. And if I don't start pretending to be a fashion blogger online, it's never going to happen. So I just started pretending to be a blogger. Next thing I know, I had people sending me clothes. (laughs) It all was working out. Fake it till you make it. Exactly. I was like, hashtag fashion blogger. Just lying online, unprovoked. (laughs) (laughs) But it worked, so... It works. You get all Mm -hmm. the PR. You're getting tons of brand deals. Like, Love it. Literally love it. (laughs) And it all makes sense, though. I really see how it works. Like, how big bloggers, I'm like, dang. Like, you were in your bag bag. in like, designer PR. Mm -hmm. Could never be me. I think I ruined my chances with that because I went through a dupe phase. So I think I'm never going to get that. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. But too bad. Yeah, I remember. So it's fine. Good. Do you ever feel overwhelmed? Hopefully no brands do. Because I was really out here (laughs) on my dupe stuff. (laughs) <laughs> and honestly, I probably still would be. But then I started thinking long term and I was like, I'm never going to get designer PR if I always talk about fake stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> and I need that. So <laughs> do you ever feel overwhelmed by like emails and trying to set all of that up? Like, do you feel like you need an assistant or you got it Sometimes, but I don't even think it's that I need an assistant. I think it's just that like I go through just like periods where I'm like stressed out by stuff. And then I guess like a couple of weeks later, I'm like, this is fine. It's no big deal. I was just freaking out last week. So I don't know. I on one hand, I kind of want to make my mom be my assistant. But on the other hand, she like doesn't know how to use things like email. <laughs> and she's like, you need to help me make a Facebook. I'm like, it's not hard. So I don't know if she has the <laughs> equipment <laughs> to be my assistant. <laughs> So I'm just like, I'm going to handle it from here, I guess. But I have a lot of emails right now that are stressing me out. And I need to reply to them all. But I'm like, I feel like I'm nervous and they're all going to, like, I'm not going to be able to, I don't know, I want to do everything, but then I can't do everything well. And like, then I need to just schedule things farther out. Then I get nervous. And Kara hyped me up and she's like, you literally need to put yourself out there and you need to advocate for yourself more. And I'm like, you're right. But instead, I just don't open the emails anymore. Like, Lindy, you need to charge more. Yeah, instead I just stopped opening them. <laughs> I was like, um, I can't. I'm too nervous. But I, I really do need to. I need to get on my game. I'm going to angle this down just because my head is literally floating. But just be warned <laughs> that there's a lot of crap in the background. We always talk about like, you don't know what you don't know. And I feel like when we first met, me telling you, I'm like, you have to charge more. I'm like, what the heck? And you're like, yeah. you're right. I didn't realize I know, like you could charge yeah, more. Like being in your, like on your own and in your head and not talking to anyone who does like social media mm-hmm. stuff. You start thinking like, I mean, even if I gain followers, I'm like forgetting about it. I'm like, whatever. I'm still in the same place I was however many months ago. That rate is still the same. And then like talking to someone else, it's like, oh, shoot, you're right. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Good to These hear. These people are getting a steal out here. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Literally, it's good to know because, I don't know, I get nervous that I'm like, if I don't ask for what I think is safe, then I won't get it. But if I ask for what I think is safe, then obviously I literally do a disservice to everyone. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole yeah, like community whole on my back, stressed out, already <laughs> stressed out, and now I'm letting other people down. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I need to reply no, to them with confidence. You'll, you'll get to it. Okay. Week. I, I like have to do it. I'm- this one girl I follow, I feel like this would be a good tip example. She has um, admin day and mm-hmm. she, for her, it's I think on Fridays. I don't necessarily know why, but she does her admin day <laughs> and that's the only day of the week that she does all of her emails and all of her scheduling and plots it out. Ooh, nice. And she just like, she, I don't know, she calls it like batching, I guess. And mm-hmm. uh-huh. I kind of started doing that on Wednesdays and it has really made my life so much easier because I even feel like if you have like two half admin days, you can really get caught up on everything. Like people don't need answers more often than that. That's a good point. I need to like, I'm getting better about like doing, like making one day a filming day and like, okay, maybe one Mm -hmm. or two days a week I put makeup on and get ready. And then the rest of the days I'm like editing or doing that kind of thing behind the scenes. But if I even break it up more, because that stresses me out, because then it's like, okay, now it's one in the morning and I'm reading my emails and I'm like, right, right. I'm going to do it because I like, I'm. I don't know. But I'm like, this is maybe not the way to do it because now here I am scared to even open emails and like burnt out. So maybe if I would (laughs) schedule myself some admin days, I need to do that. I need to do that this week because we're running out of time for me to have sanity. (laughs) 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 We're getting down to the wire. (laughs) Well, we were also talking about how you do seem to have such an optimistic outlook on literally everything. Like you just seem like a fun, bubbly, carefree. I appreciate that. I try. I really do. I think I used to be better maybe. But then the pandemic, um, she really beat me up. But I really do try. And I was thinking about this last night, like how I've always like it's I don't even know if it's something that I can like give tips on because it's always been how my head worked. And I think it was because of how my mom talked to me as a kid. Like she just always made me think like you can have that. You can do whatever you want. Like if you want that, you can have it. And like even in the way of like my dorm room at Ole Miss, like I was like, I don't know. I'm not I don't have as much money or resources as these people. I'm not going to have a dorm room that looks cute, which is such a freaking stupid problem to have anyway. But she's like, no, you can literally have all that. We can have a dorm room that looks cute, but we have to do it in our way. Like we're going to go to the Goodwill and we're going to go find stuff and we're going to DIY stuff like you can have it and we can make it look great. It won't look DIY, but we're going to make it work with how it works for us. So then like that just kind of applies to everything for me. Like I always just like tell myself like it's going to work out and I can have it be what I want. And I always thought that in college too. Like my roommate didn't know her, but I was like, it's going to work out. It's going to be fine. Um, College, it's going to work out. I know that it's going to be fine. Like I know that it'll be okay. And that was before I even knew about like manifestation and affirmations. Like this is before that whole thing happened. But I always just like told myself like things work out for you. And then they would. So I'm like, things work out. So I just kind of tell myself that all the time still. And now that I actually know about like the world of like affirmations and manifesting and stuff, I'm like, things like, that actually makes that. a lot of sense. <laughs> yes, like that makes sense because I if I completely believe it in my head, then it's like it, it usually comes true. And if it doesn't come true in the way that I thought it was going to come true, I learned something. So that was also what I was thinking last night, like about the topic of like, we were just talking about like, what are, what are we going to talk about? So I'm in the bathtub thinking about these different topics that you gave as examples. And I was thinking about um, failure. And I was thinking about that's a good one because it kind of goes with like the always believing that you're going to have success. And while I always believe I'm going to have success, that doesn't mean that you're always going to have success in the way that you think you're going to have success. And if your success isn't what you think it's going to be, I don't ever think it's a failure. Like I never think of anything as a failure. I'm always like, that was like a learning lesson and a, a new avenue to, to take or to look at things differently, like an opportunity to look at things differently. So I think that that is just kind of the vibe. And I don't know, that's just always how my head's been. So it's not really something I can like figure out how to tell other people to do. But and it's hard to like tell someone if they 
their head is like their internal voice isn't like that like to tell them just believe it's always going to work because that's like okay well yeah duh I would do that if it worked but (laughs) I don't know somehow it just makes sense to me so I'm like I don't know no you're right you were literally were ahead of manifestation and you were doing it I just always we used to say speaking it into existence is what my mom and I always said and some of my friends at school I would say that to them like we can just speak it into existence like just speak it and it will happen and Jake never thought like that like Jake's head was different like wired differently and I always just would tell him like like he would say things I'm like don't say that like you're literally going to speak that into existence like you have Mm -hmm. to speak what you want into existence and you have to completely believe it and he's like he would be like this girl but I'm like no like I I really don't have like you have to believe it and right now I'm like I don't know we just have to believe that good things are going to happen absolutely and hopefully they do they will it'll be fine (laughs) but I think I don't know I'm glad that you said that though I appreciate that because I try to be like happy and bubbly I definitely always thought I was but in the last year some family stuff also um Molly whopped me from out of nowhere so that kind of you know it took some of my sparkle away (laughs) for a second there and I was like I don't know even who I was like before the pandemic and before some of my family stuff fell apart but I'm getting it back I'm finding the fun Lindy again (laughs) no i think it's there i don't think you know from someone on the outside perspective i feel like you've had that sparkle (laughs) forever you truly put put out the most (laughs) positive energy and we definitely need more of that in the world so i just really wanted to make sure we talked about optimism (laughs) because i truly think you're literally one of the most optimistic people that i know thank you i really appreciate that that's nice it's honestly like one of those things you know when you get like you're doing like a personality quiz or something on buzzfeed and it's like how would your friends describe you speaking of millennial and gen z but anyway (laughs) big buzzfeed quiz moment but it was like uh you know when they're like how would your friends describe you and like optimistic is one of the options i would never think to click that so i appreciate that i always look at that i'm like i don't know and I'm not going to ask them because what if they say some dumb stuff? No, <laughs> what if they're like, sure. I would describe you as... When you ask people to, to describe you, what people will say. I even asked Carrie the other day. I was like, what am I good at? And what she said, I'm like, damn, for real? Me? Okay. <laughs> I'm saying. Thanks. I don't even want to ask because I'm afraid I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'm afraid <laughs> no. I'm going to be like, why would you say that? <laughs> so I'm like, I'll just live in silence. I don't, want to, I don't care. <laughs> no, it's only good things for sure. Appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, Alice has a dentist appointment. What time do you need to be off? Oh, no. Prayers. I just have to leave here by 11.30. So I have 20 minutes left total. Okay. So maybe like 10 more minutes with Lindy. Because, yeah, we do our intro too. I think it's fine. I just called him and was like, everything okay? (laughs) (laughs) So we can talk about the dentist because Kara wrote down something about you and flossing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Do I need to watch this video? I said that I, I, on the outline, I was like, okay, I watched Lindy's latest vlog and she talked about flossing and Allison has just recently gotten to flossing more. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that really quick? Cause it's kind of funny. Yes. No, I, oh my God. If my dog is barking, I'm going to get mad. I don't know why he just having outbursts. Anyway, he just like barked. I'm playing with this clip, but anyway, he, uh, or I went to the dentist and first of all, I'm already terrified of the dentist. I've had issues my whole life with my teeth. I'm missing three adult teeth. Well, four, actually. This is a fake tooth. Anyway, so I have three baby teeth in my mouth. That's an ordeal. They tried to get me to take out my front tooth in high school. They're like, just walk around without a tooth at lunch. Like, just take it out. I'm like, I cannot do that. You don't understand the school that I go to. You can't just take your front tooth out. I'll be over. Like, it'll be over with. And now, like, it would be kind of funny. And I would take my tooth out and it would be fine. But I didn't have that kind of confidence in high school. I can't just be taking my tooth out. So anyway, I always had issues with, like, the dentist, the orthodontist, the periodontist that I had to go to at one point because my gums were too small to get in 
implant in this tooth. Anyway, it's, it's been an ordeal. I've cried in literally every dentist chair I've been in. But anyway, <laughs> uh, well, one time, this is why I cried one time. I literally was like telling the woman when they were cleaning, like when this tooth was not fake and I had a baby tooth there, which was disgusting. But anyway, she would like, they would be resting their hand on it to clean my mouth. And I'm like, or my clean, to clean my teeth. I'm like, that tooth is loose. Like I have a loose tooth in my head. You're going to knock my front tooth out and I'm going to have to leave at age 17 with no tooth. I can't do that. <laughs> And I was like, I would cry over it because I'm like, please stop messing with my wiggly tooth. And then I got up from the dentist chair one time and I saw that the woman who was cleaning my teeth literally went behind a wall and like pretended to shoot herself. Oh my God, I can't stand this girl. I cried so hard. I was literally in the lobby like, I was in the car sobbing hysterically. That was the most, I haven't seen her since. I hope she is fired. Anyway, because that was a bad attitude. I want to, you want to talk about shooting yourself? I have a wiggly tooth in my head at 17. Anyway. (laughs) God, she made me mad. I was like, I was so upset. Anyway, but now like, have you guys seen Hannah Maloche's videos about her tooth? Because she had like a similar situation where she had no tooth in her head. And I literally cried watching it in college because I'm like, God, I wish I would have had that confidence and could have just like been fine. Anyway, not the point. I hate the dentist. This is the point. Went to the dentist and they were like, literally embarrassed me so bad. He was like, do you floss? And of course, I'm like going to lie. I'm like, yeah, I, I just flossed the other day, a couple days before. No, I flossed the night before my gums were inflamed. It's obvious I do not floss. So anyway, I'm like, yeah, I floss kind of. And they were like, no. <laughs> they were like, you need to floss more. And I was like, so with that being said, I have been flossing every single day since I went to the dentist. It was so humiliating. It finally humiliated me enough that it worked. And I floss now. Wow. But that is exactly what happened to me. They just like really roasted me. And they were like, you are going to lose all of your teeth if you don't stop flossing. (laughs) Like your gums are so bad. It wasn't even about the flossing. They also asked if I brush. So do you know how embarrassing (laughs) it is to be asked loudly in the dentist's office, do you brush your teeth? (laughs) Yes, I brush my teeth. (laughs) But I'm like, I'm sitting there sweating. I'm already sweating because I'm at the dentist. Literally soaking wet in sweat. And now they're going to embarrass me. I'm about to just cry in the chair. (laughs) Which isn't new for me. I would, but anyway, I snapped out all my friends. I was like, I literally hate the dentist. I have one friend in dental school. I'm like, I will drive however far it takes to get to you if you'll help me and not make fun of me. That's why I started flossing vigorously too. Because they're like, you are in danger four level of gums. Like your gums (laughs) are literally in the worst category. They start saying gingivitis. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) so scary. When I went back, they're like, okay, you're back to like level one, level two. I'm like, I don't even know what this means. That's what I'm hoping. (laughs) I hope I go there and they say something really nice to me next time. Because if they say like some mean stuff again, I will have a breakdown after everything I've been through. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing so much. So much I've been doing. God. Uh, But with flossing, I was so afraid of it, like terrified. Like the bleeding would like make me stick Mm -hmm. to my stomach and I'd like have to sit down and be like, I cannot continue any further. Like I'm panicking. but It gets better. And now I love it. Yes. Now I'm like obsessed. I want to floss like five times a day. It feels so good. Because I was like, they're lying. Like it doesn't get better. It doesn't stop bleeding. (laughs) I'm like, it hurts because you're literally like picking at my gums. Well then turns out it actually does get better. So I'm like, y'all weren't lying. (laughs) My bad. You know you're talking about. But yeah, it's always been an issue because I always had messed up teeth and then I had Invisalign at one point and then like this tooth was coming out and then I had braces at one point and I couldn't floss right. So honestly, there was a there was a learning curve <laughs> with the flossing <laughs> with me <laughs> at age 23. It's fine. <laughs> it took 23 years. It's fine. Okay, I'm 26 this and this is new <laughs> for me. But I'm going back to the dentist in an hour and he better, like you said... Uh-huh. Have some good things to say. Except I love I Bruce. If, you, if you're ever in the Lincoln area, I'll send you to Bruce. He's he's the Indeed. man. I need to go. Will not make you cry. Makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, okay, cool. the dentist guy always does make me feel good. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. 
Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we could wrap up to the last question because uh, Allison's got to go get her gums looked at. So. Prayer, literally um, prayers. <laughs> <laughs> prayers for that. Okay. No, we'll ask you our signature question. Lindy, to you, what makes a good friend? Oh, gosh. See, why was I not ready? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess to me, what makes a good friend is someone that um, not necessarily always has like the answers or like the solutions, but like listens. Like just someone that's going to listen to you because like over the last couple of years and stuff with college too, like if I ever got stressed out, like I never wanted somebody to be like, just do your homework. Yeah. Duh. Just clean your room (laughs) and your room. I'm like, I know that, but I just want you to listen to me complain, which that's such a stupid thing because it's not profound, but literally just people that like listen and they're there for me because I try to listen and be there for people too, but I don't always have the answers. So I'm like, is there like love language or friendship? Somebody giving them advice because mine's not. So then I, I don't know. To me, that's my favorite friend. So if you want to listen to me, I got a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. No, I do think that's really good. I don't know. That's probably, it's not very profound. No, it is because sometimes you, you're like, I, I know the advice. I know what I should be doing. Oh yeah. I, want I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> that's the problem. The problem is I don't want to do what I need to do. <laughs> no, I don't want to floss. We know that. I want to complain about the dentist. <laughs> I want to be mad at him. <laughs> That's the whole thing. That's I can't. What if? What are some good answers you've gotten on that? I would like to know. No, I think that's it. Like, I think you hit the nail on the head because <laughs> I'm the same way. Like, I just want someone to listen to me. Like, if I had a situation where like things were falling apart, I wouldn't want someone shouting down my throat like eight different ways to like fix it mm-hmm. or what I should do. It's like, okay, hold on. I seem to process this. As it makes me think of my boyfriend yeah. because God love him, but he's a male and his brain is like, just do this. And I'm like, no, but my girly friends, they're just there to listen to me. <laughs> it's a different type of understanding, if you will. I kind of feel that with the guys too. Because sometimes I have to preface things to Clay. I'm like, I need to tell you something. I'm not looking for advice here. I'm <laughs> yes. just telling you a story. Okay? I'm, yes. I'm looking for a <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> totally. And the tears will be that. there any minute now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally. I feel that. Oh my god! Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You, of course, very funny. <laughs> you crack us up. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I hope I answered everything um, because I literally talk so much. So I'm like, I hope we didn't just like run out of time. No, it was great. I think we got through everything we want to talk about. But also, if you want to plug your socials where people can find you, if they want oh, to learn more yeah. about your flossing Good routine. <laughs> <laughs> Good thinking. Um, you can follow me on. YouTube, uh, just Lindy Goodson on there. And then Instagram and TikTok, The Real Lind Shady. Also, if you look up Lindy Goodson, I'll come up on there with that. Yeah, learn more about my flossing or lack thereof. I guess we'll do another <laughs> dentist update when the time comes. <laughs> dentist vlog. I honestly should do that because yeah. I have so much trauma related to the dentist. Maybe <laughs> you'll help my, my Maybe it's story. your time. Yeah. You it got really, the I'm telling now. you, Anna Maloche, yes, her video saved me. <laughs> so... <laughs> Love that. All right. Well, Damn. hopefully that Thank was you again. good. All right. Go oh, answer God, your emails. Justice. No, I'm just kidding. I can <laughs> give you advice. <laughs> oh, God. I really do. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> no, but for real, I do. Joke's over. Like, <laughs> time's up. <laughs> I either got to shut right, the account thanks. down or reply to the emails. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank so you. Nice to meet you. Goodbye. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Already Friends. It means the world to us that you are listening, liking, subscribing, and following us on Instagram. We are really trying to build up our rating in Apple Podcasts. So if you could leave a review, we are a review and a rating. We are doing a giveaway at the end of the year for AirPod Pros. So Kara is going to tell you how you can enter that giveaway. Yes. So to be entered into this giveaway, you need to leave a five-star rating and review on the Apple podcast app. Go ahead and click five-star, write a little snippet about what you're enjoying with the podcast, and then screenshot that and send it to our Instagram at we're already friends. That way you'll be entered. We'll see it. And yeah, we're doing the drawing at the end of the year. So again, thank you for your support. It really means the world to us and it lets us keep doing what we're doing. Yes. Thank you guys so much. We'll catch you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.